Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This week, Danny and Dusty think everything's super. Oh, it's huge. It's absolute youth. This is Danny and Dusty on Super Week. Injured? Don't trust just anyone to something so personal. Call George McCoy at Warren Allen. Online at warrenallen.com. Danny and Dusty on 1080. Uncle Uncle burning crap. <laughs> Big butts back. The fan. Good afternoon! Happy holidays, everybody. Whoa, what? Mm-hmm. Holidays? Yep. Mm. That's well, that's the thing. Mm. What, what, what holiday? Super is Bowl this? weekend. Mm. It's Super Bowl weekend. We're fine. It's the the holiday weekend is upon us. We still us. don't have the Monday off. Should be a Galdar National holiday. You damn right. We're close to it because isn't President's Day next week? The next Monday. Yes. Do we get that off? Mm-hmm. We, do. we do. Oh, we do. Yeah. Oh wow. We do. Would you look at that? Right. Because that's Galdar all surprise. That's All Star weekend. And Not much is going on, and football's done, and yeah, yeah you exactly. know, it's we can we can get to it on Tuesday, but if it was uh, the day after the Super Bowl, we would not get it off. We would still be working. We would definitely still be working that day. Mm. We we would yes. we would be working that day. But again, this being an election year, we can all we can all bring it up, put it on the ticket, mm. have it as your stump speech. Day after the Super Bowl, you're going to win some people over. Day off, day after Super Bowl, and getting rid of daylight savings. That apparently is harder than anybody anticipated. This Who's the holding out? Of... Well, everybody is. Everybody's like voting to get rid of it, but then it never happens. That's what I'm saying. We... Who's who's holding out here? We only have Arizona and uh, Hawaii, right? There's just why now. I'm not sure so... about Hawaii, but I know Arizona. I think they th- can we take away their voting rights? No. no. What? Why? That. That's they're actually doing what you said you wanted to have happen. Oh, that's you saying they were the holdout. No, they're the ones that oh, okay. already don't participate. Okay, as if this country hasn't screwed over Hawaii enough. Well, that's what I was history. saying. I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna go down that that road of like, hey, like, well, you no, know, we... you're the one that took us down that road <laughs> yes. of taking away their voting rights. <laughs> yes. Why? That's, because I thought I thought you were saying they were doing bad things. No, they're the ones that actually don't acknowledge daylight savings. The time. beatings will continue until morale improves. I think. All 48 other states are the ones that you kind of need to worry about okay, in this we'll, conversation. We will, we, will, we will punish them. We'll take away their rights. Well, I think geographically Hawaii doesn't really need it. Uh, no, close yeah, to no, the equator. Yeah, yeah. No, the sun just kind of stays. They're the ones that make yeah. the most sense. Yeah. Up here, we're the ones that probably should be sticking to it right. in the winter. It's going to yeah. be like 8 a.m. and dark outside. Yeah. I did. Like I said, I, I did the North Dakota thing where for about two and a half months in Grand Forks, it was... It was tough, man, because you would go to work six o'clock in the morning, and it's pitch black, and you would get off work at four o'clock in the afternoon, and it's pitch black. Yep, that was that was tough. That was uh, you'd go out, you you you'd make sure you went out at lunch, make sure you get outside, even though it's forty below. Don't you'd, you'd no, go, you don't need to go outside. You go look at the sun. Wonder why people don't live there. It was always very funny to watch smokers. They'd light their cigarette. Just huddled. Oh, no. They So there, there was always, like, layers of doors to go outside. Like, it wasn't just, like, one set of doors. There was, like, the dry room and then the wet room and then the outside. Like, that's the level you have to go to when you're out there. And you'd see them light their cigarette in the dry room, 
walk out to the wet room. And in both both situations, they'd take a drag in both rooms. It was a long process. Then they'd walk outside, and you'd see them take the biggest drag you've ever seen in your entire life and then run, run back inside. It was just like... Buddy, that'd you, get you to quit smoking. I think they keep going. I'd, uh, they keep God going. I'm just like, have you considered uh, nicotine in another fashion? I guess if the lung cancer doesn't get you, uh, then the cold's not going to scare you. No, off. they're they're just committed at that point. And it's to always taking re- drags. It's always very funny to watch somebody smoke with, like the mittens on that are the size of an oven or a, a size of a, like a uh, frying pan. Like it's very. Little tiny cigarette, giant glove. You got to make sure you light that bad boy before you go outside. Oh, though. that's what I'm saying. You you, you light gotta, it in the dry room, that's and then you put the gloves on. And you also learn that people learn how to smoke without using their hands. So they they they, they put it like the cigarette, like in the in their teeth. What's in the a back. dangler? You dangle it off oh, that no, no, no. lip there. No, the, co- the, the cold will get to it. So you, so you put it like deep in the back and like in the molars. Okay, these people are just idiots. Oh yeah, no, it was. The, the, yeah, they're just uh, morons. I would sit there point. and watch them with a dip in my lip and laugh. Like, <laughs> I have my cancer in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, you're eating that cigarette. Yeah. I think if you were to ask, though, I think it would be Super Bowl as a holiday, and then daylight sa- eliminating daylight savings. I think that would be one too. Yeah. I mean, one of them's a day off, so we always take days off. Apparently, California's the the holdout here. Dad, freaking. Let's just move on without them. Peer pressure them. We'll just peer pressure them into not and being like, oh, well, you guys are the ones that are just different. Then they'll yeah. they'll break. It's also it's it's interesting because it does kind of make sense for them in, in a sense because they're the long state. Like the difference between sunlight, I imagine, I would imagine from the northernmost part of the in state, Wairica to San Diego, to San Diego is probably pretty different. It's way different. Yeah. They like I remember my cousins who were even like Bay Area. They'd come up here in the summer. They'd be like, "It stays light out so, so much long. longer." <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, that's how this goes. Yeah, yeah. You, let me ta- let me tell you about sun still out. The are you tilt aware? of the Earth. Yeah, you're aware of the angle of the Earth's dangle. Yeah, the angle of the dangle. Well, what when you mean like because it's flat, so it just tilts like that. Is that what you're saying? I mean, the axis, a ton of tilt. But it's flat, so it just kind of like wobbles back and forth. Is that what you're telling me happens? No, it stays on the same angle, but then it Mm. also depends on the rotation of the Earth itself and its revolution around the sun. That doesn't happen, though, because it's flat. I get where you're going, and (laughs) damn it. (laughs) Took me a while. I think if you just kept saying it, eventually it was going to get in. (laughs) <laughs> it was. It, it finally but settled with Jeff Rust. Right. He was like, he's like, no. Damn it! Sorry <laughs> about that, Kyrie. <laughs> it just spins like a quarter. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it spins like a quarter. Okay. <laughs> all right. Now it makes all. It's all making sense now. Almost filled up the whole segment with. That. <laughs> we do have an offshore book. I have to the squirrel moment. Uh, plus one hundred for Usher exposing nipple on stage during the halftime show. Thinking of Usher. He's going shirtless, hundred percent. That dude still has a six pack. How old is is Usher? Fifty. He's probably right around there, late forties, forty eight, forty five years 45? old. Younger yeah. than I thought. But yeah. I would have never have guessed that. I say, I didn't Usher's think he was only older five than years older than yeah. me. I didn't think he was older than me. Yeah. But but yeah. he did the Vegas residency uh, when I was down there for summer league, and I, I know a uh, a bunch of folks who went to that show, and and yeah, he. He ripped his shirt off. I mean, I would too if I look like that. I'm about ready to rip my shirt off. Right? Well, that's nothing new. Mm. His first album, his debut album... Was he like 19? ...was in 1994 at the age of 16 years old. 16. 30 years ago? Whoa. That's wild. That's crazy. That Usher, what a performer. That's some stand I wasn't going to say what a guy. Because hasn't he had some... Hasn't he had some controversies? He doesn't have a, a controversies page on his well, then that sells Wikipedia. Clearly right? not. Clearly, clearly no. That's the definitive answer if it's not on Wikipedia. <laughs> I would you say pay so. Publicist because... to wipe it every day. Yeah, yeah, that's the ticket right there. Just go ahead, wipe that bad boy clean. Mm-hmm. Man, his personal life has got quite the. Jeez, Louise, he's been through it. He's been uh, with a lot of. Very attractive women. Chili. Remember her? Yeah, TLC. Yep. 
Naomi, not, not the dead one. Naomi Campbell. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a great one. That's a really good one. And then uh, a stylist. Who? I don't a, a stylist. Somebody who is a stylist. Oh, I thought you were saying like, I'm not familiar with her work. I'm, <laughs> I'm that, sure she's like, very isn't that, a, isn't that a pen? <laughs> Tamika Fo- Foster. Hmm. I'll go ahead and Google that. Oh, personal stylist for Lauren Hill, Jay Z, Tony Braxton, Ciara, Patty Labelle, and Nas. Wow, that's a list. That Patty is... Labelle, and it's like and, one and of then, these things. And then is rap, not and like then rap the royalty. Other. It's yeah. like, oh, okay, yeah. And Rus- Russell Wilson's beautiful bride. Oh yeah, she's beautiful too. Tamika Foster. Well, that usher, he knows how to pick them. I mean, are you going to find a lot of ugly stylists? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I'm sure there's a reason I mean, I've never been a stylist, but I mean, probably. Just because you're good at picking it up for everybody else, I, I mean, you're... I feel like, yeah, you could be like, oh, like, you're ugly as hell, but I really like your style. Like, yeah. uh, it, it, all what you're wearing makes me not look at your face. Yeah. I think maybe, like, there's a few that's like stylists the, that's out like there. That's probably, like, the best stylist. is like, look, I, I dress so good that you don't care how I look. For me, like, <laughs> I think of that, like, what you fashion designers, like, not all fashion designers, like, Karl Lagerfeld, like, you're, you're not sitting there, or, and you're like, oh, man, look at that guy. It's like the opposite of, I make this look good, it's, this makes me look good. 100%, and I, and so I'm, now that I'm thinking about it, I think there's probably a lot of stylists that are just not attractive people, but it's like, you somehow look okay <laughs> with everything you got going on. Despite? <laughs> hired. I th- imagine what I'm going to look like. If you could do that with that palette, look at what I can do. You could do with me. Let me show you what I can do. I think there. I think now it's all coming together. I think I'll, yeah. a lot of stylists probably not attractive. No, you don't have to be. Bingo. All right. Uh, so will we see nipple? What are the odds on that now? Plus one hundred. Plus one hundred. I, I take like that bet. Sa- I feel like that's safe money. That uh, that's pretty close to even money right there. We're still talking halftime, right? Not the anthem. Yeah. That's Reba, I think. Yeah, isn't it Reba? Yes. Oh, Reba. is it Reba? Reba's doing the oh, okay. anthem. <laughs> I, I I didn't know who was doing the anthem. I don't know if Reba really strikes me as Vegas Super Bowl. No, she strikes me as like Nashville Super Bowl or next year, like in New Orleans, like New Orleans Closer, Super Bowl, certainly Houston Super Bowl, maybe like last Elvis year imperson- or next year, just Elvis not this year. <laughs> Oh, can you see? Oh, mama. Just doing hip thrusts. (laughs) I can see it. Yeah. Or maybe they just go, like, this is where you can go get you too. They've got a residency. Oh, God. Britney Spears. I guess you too, you're going with an Irish band singing the national anthem, might be. Some people might be like, no! Also, But that I, takes the heat I off of Taylor Swift for I've a little bit. I've also had enough of Bono forced on us. The, oh, I, you mean like iTunes, when you bought your iPhone? Yeah, look, f- they will forever pay for that sin. <laughs> no, I'm not going to have this on my phone! But wasn't it for, like, like, didn't they buy all of that to help, like, AIDS research? Wasn't that, like, Project Red or whatever it was? They can see so even if it's want. for a good cause, you're like, nope, I'm out? No, yeah, Screw I'm out. you and your philanthropy. Yes! How dare you take up my storage? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Reba, shirt on. Shirt on. Definitely shirt off. Shirt off. Yeah. He may rip it off. That's what I'm saying. I think he rips it off. I think we we rip that off, and then we can read all the FCC complaints. I think those usually come out like Tuesday or Wednesday after the Super Bowl. All the people that ultimately will will fuddy-duddies that complain about it being family. if they can stuff 50 Cent in a bulletproof vest, they can take Usher's shirt off. Uh, Upside down? Yeah. (laughs) My man had all the blood rushing to his face. And then you can add the the fact that I think the option now for all of those those fuddy-duddies, they have the Nickelodeon broadcast. Oh, yeah, put it on the, the, the G-rated. Just turn it on to Nickelodeon, which would they, be they, hilarious they if they like just... They probably like some splats, too. They superimpose Spongebob over Usher during, just so nobody gets upset. Patrick. Patrick. Yeah. That way, when you, get, as a that, that way just, when you get a little little hip thrust, you get the starfish hip thrust. Exactly. Is that what they're going to do, or what are they going to do for their halftime show? Are they going to go and just play a replay of the Puppy Bowl, maybe, during that halftime show? I mean, it's a good show. Yeah, Puppy Bowl is great. Uh, Bark Purdy, ooh, is is one of the dogs I saw mm. in the Puppy Bowl. I like it. And then you spend an entire segment naming 
no, dogs. I think it was Bark, Purdy, and Ooh. I can't. I, I don't know who the Chiefs have a representative. Mm. I don't think it was Mahomes. I want to say it was something to do with Travis Kelsey, but I don't know. I can't remember what it is. Hmm. That's damn. It'll come to me. I'll yell it at some point, just go. randomly when we're not talking about anything Super Bowl related. I'll just randomly yell the Puppy Bowl name for the Kansas City Chiefs. I play. hope so. That's my promise to you. Thank you. All right, let's get to it. Today we will have the Vegas Insight. Uh, Ryan Horvat, Bet G MGM, the BetQL Network Insider, joins us at 1.30 today. We've got OA coming up at 2.30 where Jeff Rust has prepared rigorous preparation went into today's or Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, Super Bowl prop bet edition. I like it. Dun, 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 dun. I like it. we got a lot of Super Bowl between now and then, and then we also have a, a lot of news, too. Um, we have Chip Kelly. He just really just doesn't like UCLA. Yeah, I think he, that's what we learned. He is getting killed right now, too. I don't know why. Uh, probably bailing on the school right after signing day for a lesser well, position. It's not like he signed a good co- co- uh, class anyways. The they were eight, third it, in the country. He's yeah. a bit late in yeah. the cycle. I think what it, we'll talk about this because I think you can sit there and understand why Chip Kelly was like, fine, screw you guys. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm out. We'll get to that. We have Joe Cronin address the media. You were there last night. Indeed. You were there at the Joe Cronin presser. Uh, what Joe Cronin had to say about the deadline, and then uh, Blazers lose the worst team in the NBA. You were there for that. I was. I blame you. I, well, okay, yeah, you can do that. You can do that. But, same token, can't be blamed either. Mm. Because that was, that was whoa, Nelly, what a way to lose a game. Yeesh. 29 points from Ant, and then it's like you look over and he's got the ice pack on his ankle, and you're like, mm-mm. He had, he had a this is Michelin tire well. on his ankle. That was incredible What to see to see how they wrapped that up. Good I was like, God. Well, looks like he's not coming back in. Yeah, yeah, they announced questionable, and I looked down to the bench, and I saw what he had on his ankle. Going, hey, he's not coming back. So uh, we'll, we'll discuss little Blazers as well, but now we got to get to the program. We got a three pulls up at Danny and Dusty on Twitter. You can go and get on those polls. Uh, and vote however you see fit. We'll, we'll get to one each hour. And where we start this bad boy off, time to jump into it. Who shows up and who shows out? Super Bowl 58. Danny and Dusty on the fan. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You can go and get on those polls. It's a Super Week edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by George McCoy at WarrenAllen.com. On 1080 The Fan. Bang, bang, niner gang. Party like it's 2005. Uh, the two teams playing in the Super Bowl, Niners and Chiefs. This is E40's Niner Gang. Ghost Ride the Whip. And then the Chiefs have got Tech Nine Red Kingdom. R.I.P. <laughs> Tech Nine's dead. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 
I didn't know Tech Nine was dead. Almost certain. Did I just kill somebody? I mean, it wouldn't be the first time, but. Uh, he is currently 52 years old. Oh no! This is what it was. He was. It was him. Uh, he was mistakenly him. mourned. Mm, fake so death. they so they put out that he was dead. That's those are hard. Those are hard yeah. to be those... the first time you killed somebody without Toby Keith playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I never did it to a soundtrack. We're gonna put a boot in your ass. <laughs> it was a Philadelphia battle rapper with the same stage name who had died over the weekend. They thought it was the act. The other. More you can't do that. Nine. You can't do that. It's Tech Nine with an actual numeral nine in there. Duh, everybody knows that. Yeah. He's not dead. But so another sorry, Tech, Tech nine, nine died? Not yeah, in Philadelphia. Gosh. You gotta keep your tech nines. You gotta, gotta make sure you gotta search your tech nines. Um all right. <laughs> well, look at that. So good. I didn't hallucinate that a tech nine died. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. All right, who shows up in Super Bowl 58 coming up on Sunday in Las Vegas? I was looking through my DraftKings uh, sports book here on my phone, hmm. and I'm trying to get my, my bets in, my, my parlays ready, get everything sorted out before the super-duper big game. And I was looking at the touchdown lines, the anytime score touchdown lines, and this was a little bit surprising to me. Obviously, you got three guys that are are minus money in that: Christian McCaffrey, Travis Kelsey, and um, Isaiah Pacheco. All minus money to score a touchdown in the Super Bowl. Hmm. Outside of that, everybody else is plus money on the betting line. So we put the poll up: most likely to score a touchdown of this group. You have Rishi Rice minus or plus one thirty, Brandon Ayuk plus one seventy. George Kittle plus one eighty, and MVS Marquez Valdez Scantling, whose name is too long for the poll. It is too long for the poll. So we got M Valdez Scantling plus six hundred for MVS to score a touchdown. That's the best value by far. I think that is great value. It's plus. I think you get a Mahomes uh, touchdown anytime score plus four hundred, but that's not like throwing a touchdown. He obviously has to run the ball in or catch a ball for a touchdown. But he's plus four hundred mm. on that list. But so I, I think they have that, that is MVS more likely is Mahomes getting in the end zone than over MVS. That's interesting. Scrambling and going for it. Hmm. But I, I and look at the way that Steve Wilkes, the 49ers defense, I, I think MVS is really good value in this. That's yeah. why that's why I want him on this poll is to see where the people lie. Most likely to score a touchdown in Super Bowl 58. And we take we took all the minus guys out of there. Yeah. Because obviously, if they're minus money, everybody's expecting Christian McCaffrey, Isaiah Pacheco, yeah. and Travis Kelsey. Maybe we do a more likely to score multiple touchdowns with those Ooh. with those three guys. Who is it for you on this list? Uh, I ended up uh, going with um, MVS. Yo, Marquez Valdez Stanley. Huh. All right. Yeah, I took MVS on this one just because I like right, – right now, Kittle's winning the poll. Yeah. Which I found to be surprising. I love George Kittle. I think he's a phenomenal player. He is not prioritized in the passing game. Well, I because this is what Kyle Shanahan does is he goes down the road of, all right, whoever's hot, whoever's open. Mm-hmm. It's not a with, – with Travis Kelsey, you know there is the an effort there. from Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. get the ball to Travis Kelsey. And this is the beauty of George Kittle, and what I love about George Kittle is he's never affected whether he gets the ball or not. No, the man just wants to hit things. He wants to hit things and end up winning football yeah. games. That's what George Kittle thrives on. And every now and then, if you toss him a bone, he's just happy about it. And I do appreciate this out of Travis Kelsey. I think if Travis Kelsey had zero catches in the Super Bowl, but they won, I think he would be happier than a pick. I think you know this, what. this point in his career, I agree. I think five, six years ago, eh, maybe not. George Kittle, in his career... How many touchdowns do you think George Kittle has in the play- playoffs in, the in playoffs. his career? It's two, isn't it? It is two. Yeah. He only has two touchdowns in his entire career. He's got, what, seven playoff games? In the playoffs. Eight Eleven playoff, playoff that games that he has played in. Okay. And he has got two touchdowns and only 31 receptions in 11 playoff games, which is not uh, is not a lot. Yeah, I think it was, well, Less yeah, than three a game. And he averages, like, I think, was it 41 yards a game? 44. 44, okay. So, yeah, it, it's just, look, is, does that mean he's primed for a chance to break out? Sure. You can look at it that way. The, the odds would say that. He's very 
capable of having a game where he goes for 87 yards and two touchdowns. I have no reason to suspect otherwise. But because there's four other guys in front of him, I just I don't think you go down that road. Where with MVS, yeah, it's Kelsey and Rice, but it's an equal opportunity. If all of a sudden that's the thing that's there, I think that's where the, the number one quarterback in the NFL goes. I'm going uh, Brandon Ayuk in this. I think it's fair. I'm going Brandon Ayuk because Debo is going to be getting a lot of the attention. I sure. think you're going to probably see them uh, try to scheme their way to having as often as they can a Too situation over. where you have the Jerry Sneed over uh, Debo Samuel as much as you can. There's going to be so much attention. And where Brock Purdy kind of thrives in this is a, in, down the middle of the field. Where Ayuk I does... That's where he wants to work. I think he's got 47 catches this season in the in between the hashes. Yeah, pretty he good. Is, he is the guy that you want to kind of go and find him in the middle. I think he's prime for you get in the red zone, you're taking away Debo, you're taking away Kittle, you're taking away McCaffrey. Brandon Ayuk is the guy who's probably going to be running across the back of the end zone, and he'll be primed to get a touchdown. I'm going Brandon Ayuk in this, and I, I think I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. Hmm. I'm going to do it. I'm going to put I'm going to put some I'm going to put some cash down on Brandon Ayuk. Anytime touchdown score plus one seventy. Are we are we putting together a, a, a at least a seven legger? Oh, we want to do like a a show seven leg parlay. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So. I'm in for it. Okay, I'm in for it. Anytime touchdown yeah. by I that'll put some juice behind mm. it as well. Well, we need to definitely sort this out because yes. we have varying opinions on who's going to win this game, which we do. is probably going to be a part of possibly. Actually, let's keep that out of the parlay. There you go. Let's keep a winner out of this winner money out. line or or spread. Okay. We're just going to keep it out. Okay, we're not going that. We're going anything but props only. We're going pro- We can hit the. We can. I'll talk over under. Okay, we'll go totals. Okay, we'll. I like it. We'll like get it. this. We'll get we'll this all this dialed out. in. All right, um, but I'm going Ayuk in this because I, I do believe schemat- schematically. I think Ayuk has a really good chance, but the value bet of MVS—that's a really good one. Just on a bet on its own, yeah, plus six hundred. That's what. That's looking at that because everybody else is that that plus one fifty, one seventy, one eighty range. It was like, why is MVS so like? I get plus three fifty, plus four hundred. Okay, yeah, yeah, but plus six, that 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 feels like a a big push. And uh, we got a text. Why no Debo odds here? Because I thought that would be the landslide. I think Kittle oh, with God, his yeah. two playoff touchdowns makes you think about this mm-hmm. a little bit more. A Debo would be. I, I can't believe he isn't minus money on the uh, on the um, anytime touchdown score because he currently is plus one thirty five. There's better odds for Rasheed Rice than there is for Debo Samuel to score a touchdown That's interesting. In Super Bowl, yeah. which I find fascinating, strange to say the least. They're going to give the ball to McCaffrey, give the ball to Juszczyk in the red zone. I think that's all we're saying. And Debo's not not going to get the big one. Big pop, apparently. There was, uh, there was pretty good money to be found, pretty good value to be found on the uh, any time touchdown scored from one yard in. So a play huh. takes place at the one-yard line or in and scores a touchdown. I think... Basically a goal-line play. How often does that happen? Is there though? a goal line score? How many one yard touchdowns have we had in Super Bowl history? I tell you, the Seahawks didn't get one. <laughs> yeah, no, they didn't. They got an interception. You got a one yard one yard line interception. That's mm. going to make a lot of people really mad, and mm. I don't care. But <laughs> <laughs> not I know, one. I know why you don't. One bit. Do not care, Mister Patriots fan. I think what we all know though is this game is going to come down to McCaffrey, Pacheco, Kelsey, those guys. But it is. I always love this about Super Bowls, especially when you have a defense coordinator like a Steve Spagnuolo, who's one of the best to ever do sure. it uh, on that side of the football. You all, you all these great defensive minds. It is no. We know number one's going to get theirs. Will number two or will number three beat us? I feel like the Super Bowls. That's that's what defined them. Shout out David Tyree. Didn't score a touchdown. No, but how impactful was he? Jackass. <laughs> You you woke up this morning and and you chose violence. Yeah, well. All right, let's uh, talk about those Raiders super. <sighs> it was there. It was there. Uh, you mean the one where uh, John what, Gruden knew the play sheet? Well, yeah, because Bill Callahan didn't Did change, change a single. 
thing from the it, offense it was like the when water John Gruden left. When the other coach is sitting there looking at the coaches for dummies book on the sideline, that's 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 what that was. <clears throat> the NFL films of Gruden laughing, knowing everything that they were running was just brutal. And just the defense calling everything out, <sighs> knowing every single check at the line of scrimmage. See, and that's why coaching is important. That and Shanahan, his late game management is an issue. You can never look at a Kyle Shanahan offense and the defense will leave the game and be like, yeah, we knew what was coming. Yeah, we knew it was coming. <laughs> you don't know what's coming from Kyle Shanahan. You know the players and who they want to get the ball to, but the way he designs plays and the fact of how many different looks they will give you on a week-to-week basic basis based on their personnel, it is mind-blowing to think about. I, I think the stat is what somebody said, they put 60% of uh, install every single week into a week-to-week game plan, that's unfathomable. I mean, even the Kansas City Chiefs, they you have your bread and butter. You It's probably 20% on average, maybe if, if you're pushing it. And for a game like the Super Bowl, you'll probably have an install, install that is far greater. That, But week-to-week being 60%, I think that tells you a lot about the football intelligence of the San Francisco 49ers as well and why Brock Purdy really is that damn good. Because Ed, the quarterback has to be the guy who knows what everybody is doing on any given play on a week-to-week basis. And that he needs more credit for. Because there were moments and times where you would see Jimmy G's head spinning. And it was just like, this ain't it. This ain't it right now. I feel like these are all just veiled shots of the Raiders. Do not get that with Brock Purdy. No. And that is one of the most impressive things about him and this entire 49ers offense where they're really damn good, but what it takes between the years to retain that on a week-to-week basis is you don't see it. You don't see it. It truly is mind-blowing. Of which the 49ers have said that they recognized early in Purdy's tenure right out of the gate. Right out of the – well, as Shanahan – regaled us with the tales of what he told Jed York Mm -hmm. during training camp, which is our third guy's our best in training camp. We figure that out. Good luck. Uh, So go vote on the poll. It's up at Danny and Dusty on X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it. Most likely to score a touchdown in Super Bowl 58. George Kittle, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Brandon Ayuk, or Rasheed Rice. We'll revisit this coming up in hour number three. Uh, It turns out when the breakup happened, this is the worst way to get dumped. It's not me, it's you. That after rest with Sports Center. It's a Super Week edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by George McCoy at WarrenAllen.com. On 1080 The Fan. Chip Kelly has decided to leave UCLA, which nobody saw this coming. Please take me. Well, to quote Ace here, how long has this been going on? But I think what... You know what? You know what his name is? Charles Edward Kelly, which means he is Charles E. Kelly. Chuck Does Cheese? It, it stands for entertainment. He's mm. Chuck E. Kelly. <laughs> How have we not known this? Chuck Entertainment Kelly? Chuck Entertainment Kelly. Has anybody ever tried calling Chip Chuck? I assume so. And what I'm guessing is that went over... Very poorly for them, you know. Would you say it went over like a Led Zeppelin? No, I would never say that because I don't understand that reference. That was the the old joke of how Led Zeppelin got their name. Is that I bet you that went over as well as a Led Zeppelin? Oh, so a heavy it would crash a very heavy blimp. Okay, yeah. All right, go. all right. That's, I didn't know that. That's an old dad joke that my dad told me when I was a little kid. Didn't I? Didn't get that one. Yeah. I, my dad jokes were far more raunchy than that. Uh, oh, that's from the one I father. can say on the radio. Yeah, yeah. But Charles E. Kelly has decided he's going to be taking the offensive coordinator job, not in the NFL, but at the Ohio State University. You know what the best part about this is? Selfishly, we still get to talk to him. No, we don't, because no. he won't be at Media Day. Oh. Coordinators don't go to Media Day. And I think this is the, the larger true. signal yeah. here. 
Chip Kelly was done with being a head football coach. The in man college. just wanted to call. He just wants to call plays. But I think there is far more layers to all of this that it's not just Chip Kelly just saying deuces, I'm out. Which I know a lot of UCLA fans, and rightfully so. You know, leaving your team in February and then not going to the NFL, which I think a lot of people would be like, yeah, I get it. He wants to go back to the National Football League, but going and taking it at another college, not just another college, one that is going to be in your conference moving forward Mm -hmm. is a completely different story. But what Ryan Day saw was a guy that was his mentor. Day was on his staff in Mm -hmm. San Francisco. They're both New Hampshire guys. Mm -hmm. And he saw a situation where his mentor is like, I'm done with being in college football. When Bill O'Brien takes the Boston College head coaching job, he gave Chip a call and said, hey, man, you just want to get out. And I don't blame Chip for wanting to get out of UCLA right now. No, they're they're in a position where financially they're not great. They ran in 2023, they ran at a $20 million, or excuse me, a $36.6 million deficit. A big chunk of that was the the updates to the Rose Bowl. They have been running at a deficit of $28 million in 2022, $62.5 million in 2021, and $21.7 million in 2020. I don't understand how they're running as a deficit, which kind of shows you the, the level of dysfunction at UCLA. And it's not just in football. It's across really all their major sports right now. UCLA is, look, I, I, I know where my, my allegiances lie here, but it's not good when a program as storied and historic as UCLA is in this position. It's not good for anybody. And honestly, it's part of the reason why the Pac-12 disintegrated in the way that it did was that UCLA had to find a way to attach itself at the hip to something tangible going forward. And here's the, here's the other issues that UCLA has going up against it. Chip Kelly, not a great recruiter to begin with. It was very bad. But the men of Westwood, which is their NIL collective, Mm -hmm. they came out and they said, we've got huge plans to generate a a ton of funds to support our athletic department. They haven't. They haven't really gotten off the ground in any functional or feasible way. And then you look, Chip is sitting there looking around the landscape of the transfer portal in NIL and watching guys go across the street to USC two of it uh, was starting linebacker and starting safety went across yeah. to UC, USC and transferred there the, Dante Moore goes to Oregon along with under, taking the defensive coordinator under the understanding of hey I might be a backup this year with Dylan Gabriel most likely going to be a get backup to Dylan Gabriel and he was okay with that like he he was okay with the reset and the restart oh. so you have there's a lot of layers that go into this and have the 80, was it 83rd best recruiting class in the country? 87th. They are are currently dead last in the Big Ten. All of these things kind of go down the the line and you go, I get it from Chip. He had one foot out the door. And obviously, if you have an athletic department running at a deficit, you have a collective that is struggling to get off the ground and be competent and competitive with a conference that you're entering which has the big boys and the heavy hitters of college football, you're going to have to split some money with Cal in the short term Mm -hmm. because of your departure from the Pac-12 as a public institution. The UCLA is not in a great place. No, and if you're going to stay somewhere in college football, why not go to the place that is printing money? And if you're already on the hot seat, an athletic department that has all of those things going against it... Get out ahead of it. Chip Kelly said, I'm not getting fired again. No. I got fired in Philly. I got fired in San Francisco. I'm not going to get fired again. I'm going to so pick he where goes, I'm go. Goes to Ohio State where if he sits there, and, and this is Chip, kind of the bet on Chip being him doing this, if he wants to be a head coach again in college in football. Well, in the NFL. Well, I, I don't. I, I think that ship has sailed think for so? him okay. being in NFL. But if he wants to go and get a, another power job in college football, he can go to Ohio State where they are – that team is – they're scarier with Chip Kelly as their offensive coordinator than Bill O'Brien, in my opinion. I Yes, also, I, I'd say they're scarier, particularly if, if they keep the play-calling duties out of Ryan Day's hands. And Chip Kelly – Chip Kelly's actually the one calling plays. That Ohio State team gets infinitely more scary, from, in my opinion. The man can coach football. Yeah, like, I, what Ryan Day did or didn't do the last two years calling plays – I think that's been a larger inhibitor because they tried to change their identity 
to compete with Harbaugh and Michigan and be what they weren't when the successful Ohio State periods in the early periods they were day were about scoring 50 a game and being explosive at every level instead of trying to play the smash mouth brand of football. And in the the notes coming out of uh, Ohio State, Michigan were, it was hilarious. There was a line that was, Michigan didn't do anything other than sit there and wait for Ryan Day and Ohio State to make mistakes. And I think if you're transitioning to a guy like Chip Kelly in there, with all of their resources, all of their money, all of their hierarchy, all of their recruiting, and you're letting Chip Kelly be Chip Kelly, that program gets scary immediately. And what Chip Kelly can do there is decide one of two things. Either be the, the play caller and just be fat and happy, and or do I want to let the NCAA and Congress and everybody sort this mess out for the next five years and then come back and be a head coach at a power school when stuff makes more sense and it's not the Wild West. Yeah, and you can even simplify it to Chip Kelly can go to somewhere that has money, that has a a collective in an NIL infrastructure that is, is competitive with everybody else, and he can point to them after you know just dominating at Ohio State and say, if I have the resources, look what I can do. I can do it. Yeah, I I can do it if I have the resources. Plus, if you do that, how often do we get this? Ohio State is a power recruiter. They always will be a power recruiter. You get coordinators that get jobs that because based off of what the head coach and their recruiting staffs do, right? <laughs> right. And he could say, "Hey, I have seen what the highest level of recruiting is. Now I can." formulate my own staff and I can do it this right way in this new era of college football. For me, I think Chip is just at this point in his career saying, I'm okay with being a play caller. I'm okay with being a play caller. And if that's all it is, that guy has made enough money to where he doesn't have to work again if he ever wants to, but he can now just focus more on football and Ryan Day takes over all of the recruiting stuff. They're recruiting offices at Ohio State. Their machine. Are some of the best where... Yeah, he goes and gets to talk to athletes, but he's not having to try to win them over. He just talks about the football aspect of it, and Ryan Day can do the sales. Here's part of what it. we're going to do with you. And with that, Chip can do stuff. And I think that this is a scary move if you're anybody else in the Big Ten right now. But for Chip Kelly, I get it. it it's not as jarring to me as, as it is for some people that he goes and takes an OC job in college, not the NFL. Because everybody's like under the assumption that oh he just he's just going to jump to the NFL and everything else he's just going to stay at uh, UCLA. Nah, Ohio State. That's one of the that's one of the very few jobs that you probably do take as an offensive coordinator instead of um, being a head coach somewhere else. I mean, there's very few of them that are that are even out there. And Ohio State's one of them. Yeah, I mean, what what other jobs are on that level like? Texas offensive coordinator. I think Texas is one. I don't even know if Alabama is one, but it's, right th- now th- that's the rehab tour one. And with Saban gone, that's no longer. There. I think I think Saban is the big key there. Yeah. Is that without Saban there, you know, maybe what, maybe Georgia now Kirby becomes that guy. Georgia is absolutely one, and then USC Oregon. I think that that's probably probably. It. I don't even know if Oregon. Is, I don't even. I don't know if Oregon is there. I don't know if Oregon is there. I, I think I would give them honest. the nod simply because of what they've done with the last two coordinators. <laughs> yeah. Well, and look, that's where UCLA is moving forward. They need to make this hire really quickly. And what does UCLA do? Some names that are already popping up next. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Check. Nina. Kansas City. It's a super week edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by George McCoy Three, at WarrenAllen.com. On 1080 one, The go. Fan. Welcome to the Red Kingdom. Yeah. Ooh, this is the Tech Nine who Danny tried to kill earlier. Murder. Listen, let's be honest. Let's Still alive, 51. There, there is no try. There either is do or do not. Well, you did. So you did then. So you did. I, I killed the wrong one. Okay. Wow. 
This is the Chiefs hype song from our Party Like It's 2005 wrap-off. E-40s, Niner Gang, <laughs> Tech Nines, Red Kingdom. I... We've heard both of them now. Which one is better? Low bar. <laughs> Low uh, bar. I will say, this has got a nice little... Nice little like B movie vibe to it, kind of feeling it. But the uh, I bang bang niner gang beat. I think it's well that it's, just the way the E forty says it. Too, yeah, it's no. the bang bang niner gang. Yeah, no, it's a little bit more catchy. Yeah. No, it's 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 got a. This one's more footbally. Oh, for Red sure. Red Kingdom is more footbally, mm-hmm. but I mean E forty hyphy. He's it, it, he's it, got it, his. Yeah. it's catchy. Yeah, no super duper hyphy hyphy. <laughs> bang bang niner I, gang. I, I definitely want to turn a tight one. Yeah, we're Ghost Riding the Whip yeah. to Bang Bang Niner Gang. So, so I think we're in all agreement. Which makes sense. Niner I, Gang wins. Because I picked the Niners to win. And it it is kind of weird that Bang Bang Niner Gang beats Tech 9. We, we got a little gunplay going yeah, here. Right? All right. Well, uh, the wrap-off is complete. Names that have already surfaced for the UCLA head coaching job. This is going to be a job that I don't know how hot a commodity it is because of everything that we already outlined. Roster, depleted, kind of void of talent. You don't have a great collective going on. You have an athletic department running at a deficit. What names to look out for? Almost immediately, Brett McMurphy, Action Sports Network, he had the keep an eye on P.J. Fleck. Row the boat, Minnesota. Hmm. PJ Fleck is still doing a decent job at Minnesota. It's Minnesota, but don't we remember Fleck Bucks? Fleck Bucks are are really a thing. It's been an up and down ride. Uh, last year they were six and seven, not great. Yeah. But I think that's kind of your wheelhouse. You're going to get a guy who's at a at a at a power school that may be struggling. And I, have their up years and have their down years and yeah, but I've that's also kind of what you do. The stuff behind the scenes with him oh, he's not little, great. It's, yeah, he's kind of the a little bit of a it's kind of like it's kind of like Dabo but turned up to a hundred. But he had he had a nine and four season in in twenty twenty two. I think if nine and UCLA, four in twenty twenty one. You're looking for. 11 and 2 in 2019. I think you're looking, I know this sounds terrible. I think you're looking less about wins and losses and more about program stability. I think you need to find, uh, I think you need to stay away from the fraudsters. And I think you need to maybe find a young leader of men type. I think a, a name that Oregon fans should kind of keep an eye on Will Stein, young offensive mind, a, a guy who is super bright. He gets rave reviews. Guys all like him. Guys all respect him. But uh, this is also really late in the hiring cycle, and I don't know if a guy like yeah. like. And here's the thing about he could wait a, a guy like cycle. Stein is you sit there and you probably look at it and you go, "Why would I?" It's no bad recruiting class. A little bit of a mess. Got a great thing going here. I can wait and bide my time a little bit more. And probably get a, to be honest, I would bet that if Oregon continues to do what they have done and that offense purrs like it has, that next cycle, Stein's one of the top five guys looked at. Because he can wait and take his time because the guy's still only 19 years old. Yeah, he is, he's also a child. <laughs> yes. But I, I I would imagine Stein would be a. What Kenny Dillingham was too. Well, that's kind of my point, is that he would be a hot commodity, and the reason Dillingham took that job is because of his ties there. I, I think that if Stein's a uh, a Texas guy through and through, right? Uh, played at Louisville. He's okay, a Louisville there's guy. A good, but, I mean, that's where he cut his teeth was, was Texas. So if a job like that opened up in that state or a job like Louisville, I could imagine those – in being spots and Stein hasn't been floated out there. I'm just saying no, that, no, those no. are the type of t- yeah, targets that you're going to be looking but at. I'm saying like is, is his talent coordinators, good good coaches that are young. His talent, what he has done, and kind of what to be entirely graceful to Lanning, his his pipeline he's starting to generate already uh, from that tree is. I think I think that's something you don't. We talked about this last week. The whole idea of, of coaches picking and choosing. I don't think you need to be desperate in that kind of situation. And if I was Stein, I I wouldn't go anywhere near that job. Uh, Deshaun Foster, former UCLA running back, who left uh, as the left UCLA to become the Raiders running back coach. Mm-hmm. He could be a guy that uh, there's the Athletics. Bruce Feldman is is reporting. 
Uh, Ikaka Malo, their defensive coordinator. That's a great name. Maybe. Tony Alford, the running backs coach at Ohio State. Uh, Tony White, the Nebraska defensive coordinator. And then uh, DeAnton Lynn, who just left UCLA to go over to USC yes. as a defensive coordinator. Maybe a reunion there. I think if you're a, a, a previous coach in this under this last regime, regime with Chip. And David Shaw as well. That look, he's not he's taking, taking that, that job, but if you can get him, you do it. You in make a that heartbeat. phone call. In and he was heartbeat. He was interviewing for offensive coordinator positions in the NFL this offseason. Is that something that you sit there and you go, Maybe he wants to get back in the game now? I David Shaw is That's a great a one. Perfect hire. Do you want well obviously yeah. Track record. Guy who Stability. can recruit his butt off, but does he want to go yeah. through the college football no. thing anymore? And it sounded like when he left Stanford, the answer was no. Yeah. So, and things are like as as quote unquote limited or unstructured as things are at Stanford. I think they're significantly worse at UCLA right now. In this text says UCLA better job than Arizona. I don't know if it is right now. I yeah. I think I think Fish mm-hmm. now. Check back in three to five years. Well, but I think Fish put Arizona in a very good spot. Well, I think from collective standpoint, you have an NIL collective mm-hmm. that is going to play ball with you and is already kind of doing better what UCLA is doing. But financially, the and school's a mess. To, and moving school, to the Big 12. The and, school's a mess. Yeah. Financially. The absolute disaster. Which should be inexcusable at UCLA. Yep. Well, no, Arizona is. Arizona's financial disaster. $200 million oh, counting yeah. here. Yeah. Oops. Anybody? Almost a quarter billy. All right, uh, 503-864-6326. That's the Vancouver Ford Texan. All right, let's get back to the Super Bowl. Who do you trust with the game on the line next on The Fan? We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 